Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're all that I need. You're more than enough for me. How many believe today that the Lord is your healer? Amen. How many know that he walks with you through the fire? Have you been through the fire? Have you been through the storm and the rain and the Lord brought you through? I believe that you're all that I need, oh God. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Let's just praise the Lord for Sister uh, Kayla and Brother Ricky just coming and sharing their heart with us today. And, and let's give the Lord a hand praise today. Thank you all so much. Praise the Lord. Amen. And, and uh, you know, I think I might turn 70 again next year. So, so we had the next celebration. You all will be doing the same thing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Pardon me while I turn this thermostat. Say, Lord, you all I need, and little AC too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless all the saints today. Brother Jerry, so good to see you. And my baby, Sister Abigail. Praise the Lord. How you doing? Prettiest girl in the world. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We're just so grateful to be in the house of the Lord one more time. This is certainly the day the Lord has made, and I'm rejoicing, and I'm glad in it today. Praise the Lord. So we're going to look at a word of God today from Psalm 63. And I just want to use for a thought today, Lord, for your glory. Amen. How many know that? Whatever you're doing, whatever we're what whatever, it's God for your glory. Why do we come to the house of the Lord? It's for your glory. God, why is it that we, we hold on when things are real tough and 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 but we know what your word said God so we're going to hold on in the midst of the storm why because for your glory God yes. God I want you to be glorified in whatever I do whatever I say God because to you belongs all of the glory and we praise God so Lord for your glory what is glory you know uh Webster have his definition but then God takes all of their definitions to another place Webster says, worshipful, worshipful praise, honor, and thanksgiving. All right, I like that. Because he's worthy of the praise. Uh, he, he, he's worthy of honor. Uh, we give God thanks for who he is. So thank you, Lord. But see, God's glory, it, it speaks to his attributes. It, it speaks to his, his splendor. It speaks to his character. Amen. It, 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 you know, God is trustworthy. You know, I know you probably never found people to be untrustworthy, not to be so, but, but, but God is trustworthy. You know, I can tell God something he won't tell nobody. Have you ever had somebody come to you and say, now look, I'm going to tell you something, but don't tell nobody. I said, well, if you can't keep it, what, what make you think I can keep it? Yeah, just keep it for yourself. But God, you know, have anybody ever gone to God in the middle of the night? I mean, your loved ones may be sleeping, and you begin to cry out to God. Sister Rachel, God, I need your help. Father, I don't know what to do. I don't know which way to turn. And guess what? Not only does God hear, but he answers. You know, when, whenever you get to a point where you're just wrestling and flip-flopping like a fish out of water all night, stop the music. Open up God's glorious word and begin to call upon the name of our glorious God. And I tell you, a peace will come up on, up, up, up on us. 
See, God, uh, we talk about God in the beauty of his holiness. You know, we, the folks used to say his, his highness, you know, his highness. He, he is the, the highest one. He, he is worthy of the praise. You know, uh, Psalms 19 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day, listen to this, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or a word. Their voice is never heard. You just look up into the sky at night, and you see the planets, and you see the stars, and you know. And then you know, you look at some of the uh, telescopes, and you see the deep, deep space and stars being born. All these things, and it's like, wow, what an awesome, glorious God that we serve. Amen. And this, this glorious God. He loves us. He loves us collectively. And he loves us individually. Can I take a poll real quick? How many in here know that God loves you? Let me just see your hand. Ooh, hallelujah. Now, let me see you one more time. How many in here know that you love God with all your heart? See, wow. You know, you know how much power is in that? We are acknowledging that he loves us unconditionally. And then we proclaim in our own hearts, God, I love you with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength. It's power in that. Yes. It's peace in that. In the midst of a chaotic world, it's peace in that. It's joy over in the Holy Spirit by knowing who God is. Knowing who God is makes all of the difference in the world. So I was really blown away uh, by, by this Psalm 63. You know, you, you think about... Sometime when we're in dark places. Think about times where we have been or now been in some real struggles in our life. Those times where things are not where we would like for them to be. Seem like we're pressed sometime on every side. But then we continue to remember that the Lord loves us unconditionally. We, we begin to think about God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for you and I. He, he told us that he would never leave us nor forsake us. But yet we live in a fallen world. And the pressures of this life gets real heavy sometimes. Uh, so heavy where the weight is shown upon our brows, the song say. But there's sweet relief in knowing that the Lord will make a way somehow. How many know the Lord is a way maker? Amen. You know, sometimes we, we enunciate the real things that that's really resonate, you know, like, like that check that came in the mail that you wasn't expecting. <laughs> Say, what? <laughs> you know, uh, you know you, you, when, when the doctor said one thing and God said something different. Amen. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, so, so I'm learning, Pastor Jones, like the, the, I, the older I get, the more I've seen the more I'm seeing of God in his glory. In his glory. Thank you, Lord. So we got some scriptures we're going to look at today. Amen. And, and, and we're just going to see what the Lord says, what the word of God says about uh, uh, God for your glory. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad that we don't have no glory as individuals. I wouldn't know what to do with glory if I had it. So, uh, glo glo huh? What's that? <laughs> But to God be the glory for 
for the things that he has done. I thank God for the connection we have with Christ. Oh, I'd love for us to come together and worship God collectively, but I'd love it also when it's just one-on-one. Have you ever been on the freeway driving and, 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 and all of a sudden you might be playing your, your, your gospel music or somebody's preaching on the radio and, and your, your hand go up? You say, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know you, you get to sing it to the top of your voice and, and you have to stop signing. You look over people looking like, Why? Because it's the joy of the Lord down on the inside. See, that's causing my hands to go up. That's causing tears to come from my eyes. I'm so grateful that I can cry now. Uh, Somebody said, what? That's no big thing. It was a time in my life I said I'll never cry again. I'm a man. And shoot, the Lord got to working on me and I was like, what's happening? (laughs) I, I said I wouldn't go cry no <laughs> but but see it, it, it now it was it was it was tears of joy it was tears of the anointing of the Holy Spirit thank you God it was it wasn't now tears of sadness and depression and anger but it, it was tears of thank you Jesus thank you Lord for what you've done for me all right Psalm sixty three listen how this psalm start oh God. You know what, we could shut it down right there, right? <laughs> Brother David, have you ever had to say, oh God? Come on now, see y'all. This, this ain't right now. <laughs> oh God. I'm going through. Oh God, I need you. Oh God, there's trouble on every side. Oh God. Somebody used to sing old songs. They called it one of them old 100s. Said if I couldn't say a word, I'd just wave my hand. Don't know what to say, but if you see me waving my hand, I'm saying, oh God. To God be the glory. Thank you, God. So he, he say, okay, so I get past that first comma. Oh God. <laughs> see, Christy, you ain't right now. Come on. Come on now, see. You know, you know what he's saying here, huh? He said, he said oh God, you are my God. You, you, to bring it, so the Lord say, bring it personal. Oh God, you are my God. What are you going to do with that? He said, early will I seek you. He said, my soul thirsts for you. Mm, have you ever been thirsty for the Lord? See, you, you go back to what, Matthew 5 and 6, where, where Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Way before that was penned by the Lord Jesus, uh, the writer of that, uh, of Matthew, by Matthew, here the psalmist says, Early will I seek you. I'm not going to wait till lunchtime. To bless my food and acknowledge you. But I'm early in the morning God. Before I put my foot on the ground. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. Mm. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land. Where there is no water. He was down there. Somewhere down there. Way down there in desert regions. Thank you, Lord. And sometimes, but he, he, he wasn't saying that, that my mouth is dry. 
He wasn't saying that I haven't had any water in a few days. But he said, my soul is thirsty. That thing, that, that, that real me that's down on the inside is thirsty. That part of me, when you, when you close your eyes, just squint them to where you can barely see out. Whatever, whoever that is looking out, that's who's thirsty. The one on the inside. Hey, he, he, say, he, he said, in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. He said, so I have looked for you in the sanctuary. Thank you, Lord. We, we come together in corporate rate worship with oneness of heart and oneness of mind to give God glory. We, we don't come into the house of the Lord, wherever that house may be, looking for, for confusion. We don't come in the house of the Lord trying to figure out uh, who's where and what. But he says, so I, I, I have looked for you in the sanctuary. To see your power and your glory. Anybody in here remember when God first touched you? When, when you when you first said, "Wait a minute, who was who was who touched me?" But nobody around you, but it was Jesus who touched you. You remember those times when when all of a sudden you you feeling in a way that you've never felt before. Oh God. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Isn't that something? To God to see your power. How many know God is powerful? Yes. TNT have nothing on, on God. The space shuttle have nothing on God. The, the, the faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Leap tall buildings with a single bound. Have nothing on God. Some of y'all is still old enough to remember Superman. I'm talking about in black and white on the TV. See, it's something about this getting old thing because, see, I remember. Thank you, Lord. When, when we got a color TV. Oh, the S is red. <laughs> you know, man, look where the Lord has brought us from. Man, don't even get me going there because now I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> One more. I remember when the dial telephone came out. Y'all seen them before. You're kind of young. You seen the dial phone? You know that that was technology. Because I was a little fella in Oklahoma. And you would, if you wanted to call somebody, you pick up the telephone, no dial, no buttons on it. And the operator saying, number please. <laughs> and so I was a little fella, I was probably about five years old, picked up the phone. Number please. I say, my mama gonna bring me some cheese popping pie. She said, hang up that phone, boy. I'm like, <laughs> that was the operator. <laughs> so God has brought us from a long way. But you know what? The God we serve now is the same God back then. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore, and he don't change. And no matter what the technology was, people were still saying, God, I'm thirsty for you. In this dry and parched land that we live in. Thank you, Father God. We, 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 we're in a dry land today. He says, but, but, so I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. God, let the Shekinah glory fall down upon us again. 
Loosen up our tongues, God. Loosen up our feet and our hands that we'll, we'll praise you, God. We'll magnify your name. He says in verse 3, because, listen to this. You see, it's, it's something about a personal relationship with the Lord. It's something about knowing God intimately, you see. Because uh, he's not a surface God. He, he is a God who gets down to the nitty gritty. He's the one who gets down on the inside of us and, and commune with us. Verse 3 says, because your loving kindness is better than life. <laughs> wow, who don't love life and want to see many days? But, but because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. See, I've learned, uh, sisters, sister uh, Kayla, in the house of the Lord, you don't have to try to prompt somebody up to praise the Lord. If you love the Lord and the word of God is going forth and the praises of the Lord is going forth, folks who love Jesus going to praise the Lord. You don't have to be doing, come on now, y'all, come on. You know what you used to do in the world. You know you was out there. No, no, no. When, when you're in the presence of the Lord, oh, God, touch me, God, from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, Lord. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. See, I, I can't bless you when I'm dead because at that point I'm in your presence and all is good. See, because your loving kind is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. Can somebody lift up your hands in Jesus' name today? Hallelujah. Look, and we got them up and nobody said stick them up. See, they, they ain't got to worry about no 38. Other than, uh, than, than what is it, Acts 2 and 38. Praise the Lord. So, so, thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My, verse 5 says, my soul, listen to this, saints. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. My soul now. The part of me that will live forever will be satisfied. You know, God doesn't pacify us. He satisfies us. See, you can only give that little baby, uh, little Carlito that was here, you can only give him a pacifier for so long. After a while, he's going to throw that thing down. He, no, no, we, I need some more. You know, he, he said, my soul shall be satisfied as with, as with mar and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. I don't want to praise God by proxy. I don't want to praise God because everybody else around me is praising God. I want to praise God for who he is. Who he is to me. What he's done in my life. The promises he's gave me. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. He said in verse 6, when I remember you on my bed. See, I'm, I'm, Sister Dolores, I'm past the point now of my little bedtime prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Remember that? With so, I, I'm the only one from Oak Mug, Oklahoma. <laughs> if, if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to. See? <laughs> Amen. Come on. Come on, Pastor. Give it up. You know, see. But when I remember you on my bed, when I lay me down at night, God, and I think about this, you who have brought me through, 
I meditate on you in the night watches. That's talking about like midnight and one and two o'clock in the morning. You wake up sometime again. You wake up in the middle of the night. Don't start counting sheep. Start counting your blessings. Meditate on the goodness of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because he said, watch verse seven, because you have been my help. Oh, who is it that helped you? Was it your neighbor? Was it your friend? Was it? No, no. He said, because you have been my help. God will send somebody to help us, but if we understand that we're getting any kind of help, it's coming from the Lord. He is my help and he is my strength. Because you have been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings I will rejoice, God. Verse 8, my soul follows close behind you. My soul follows close behind you. I don't don't know about you, but I don't want to lag behind. Brother Peter, I don't want to get, start, God, keep keep going, I'm kind of Falling back, falling back, falling back. And, and he's talking. I, can't, I say, what you say? I, I want to get close to God. He said, my soul follows close behind you. I, I want to stay close enough to God where I can hear what he's saying to me. Mm. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. Your powerful right hand holds me up. Back in Oklahoma, we had quicksand. And as a kid, you learn how, look, stay away from that. What's that? Just stay away from it. (laughs) You know, stuff getting quicksand, it starts going down. But it said, your right hand upholds me. Thank God for Jesus. Psalms 115 and 1. I'm going to hit a few scriptures. And and just as we're talking about, Lord, for your glory. Psalm 115 and 1 say, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us. He's making this plain. It's not about us. But to ye, but to your name, give glory. Because of your mercy, because of your truth. God, to you be all the glory. God's word is true. God's word has stood the test of time. And I don't care who don't believe, but I believe the word of God. We walk by, by faith and not by sight. Because stuff we're looking at around us don't look too good. And, and please don't be like me driving an SUV. Because what I see at the pump don't look too good. Yeah, it hurts to talk about it. But you know. Say how much is how much how much is them cornflakes now? You know, we, if we don't, we need to realize that our help has to come from the Lord. Man's system is is getting turned upside down, and, and, and things that we've been been putting our trust in is fading away. And, and but but God said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. We're living in these times. God said to his people, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, then I'll hear from heaven, forgive the sin and heal the land. Our land is sick unto death, but God is yet to be glorified because he is God and he has the whole world in the palm of his hand. Psalm 26 and 8 say, Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house 
and the place where your glory dwells. Hallelujah. Don't you know when the saints of God come together, his glory dwells in the midst of us? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for touching me. Thank you for blessing me. Psalm 79 and 9 say, help us. Here it is again. Oh, God. Help us, oh, God, of our salvation. Anybody need help today? Help us, help us, help us, O oh God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. And deliver us and provide atonement, provide forgiveness for our sins, for your name's sake. God gets the glory when we come to ourselves and say, God, forgive me. Oh, God, I've been wrong. God, I've sinned against heaven and against you. Forgive me, Lord, when we apply 1 John 1 and 9 and we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And guess what? God is glorified in that. God is glorified in that. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I'm reminded of, it's so many, you know, you start talking about God's glory. You say, now, Lord, we can't keep the people here all day. Matter of fact, all week, all month, all year, talking about your glory. See, we can't tell it all, but we can tell on it. <laughs> God is to be glorified. See, some of us, all of us probably remember where God has brought us from. We remember when he called our name. It takes me, Pastor Jones, to Isaiah chapter 6. It says, in the year that King Uzziah died. See, I, you know, some people can remember uh, Mother Lee, when, the, when they first got saved, what month, what day, what year, what hour? Folks, oh, yeah, I got saved at 5 o'clock on Tuesday night. On, what? I just remember, you know, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, I was, I was in a mess. I, I, I remember what year, but God, that's but but I know you did it. So Isaiah, the eagle-eyed prophet, who God calls to be a prophet to the nation of Judah and Israel and the world, actually, uh, God put a burden upon his heart because he saw the condition of the people and to let them know that, that judgment is coming. And, and then here is this, this person like you and I minding our own business and God started knocking on his door. He said, in the year the king Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Can you get a picture of that? And above it stood seraphim, those are angels. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another, listen to this, and said, holy, holy, holy. Y'all help me say that. You know, we're going to get out of here in a minute. Say, say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Watch this. Let's say this. The whole earth is full of his glory. Do you believe that today? <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and God continued to work on Isaiah, and, and it got to the end of the thing. He said, Lord, I'm a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, but my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of glory. He said, then I, I saw one of those, those angels come to me, come flying around, and, and took, a, took, took a hot coal off the altar. 
with those long tongues. And he said, he said, he said, it has touched my lips, and the, my iniquity is taken away, and my sin was purged. And then Isaiah heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who shall I send? And who will go for us? And Isaiah said, Here I am, Lord. Send me. How many are saying, Here I am today? Whatever you may ever see lacking in the house of God, wherever you fellowship, you say, God, here am I. Send me, Lord. What's needed for your glory, God? I avail myself. Revelations 4 and 8, and this is really, I think I gave the uh, IT folks the 11th verse, but I'm like, okay. I looked some more and looked some more. Say, okay, I don't want to hold the people up by starting at verse 1, but it's, it, was, it was worship going on in heaven. Now, okay, we worship God down here, and sometimes you can walk in a, in a ministry, and I'm talking about the place is lit. Hundreds of folks pray, praising God, magnifying the Lord. But listen, it was some worship going on in heaven over in Revelation 4. All of these angels with all of their weirdness was, was praising God. There was thrones set up. Listen to this. Now, remember what Isaiah said that he saw. Here in this place of worship in heaven, and I'm going to start the eighth verse, each of these living beings has six wings. So John the Revelator is seeing some of these same seraphim that Isaiah saw way back when. He say, and their wings were covered all over with eyes inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they kept on saying, what did they say? Here it is again. Hold it. 700, 800 years later, holy, 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 oh God, it's still saying holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one who's sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever. The 24 elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne. The one who lives forever and ever. And they, and they lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord. You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and they exist because you created what you please. To God be the glory. For the great things that he has done. If we spend more time praising God. Lifting up the name of Jesus. Instead of complaining and getting on Facebook and posting our problems. We can go to God in prayer. And he'll make a way out of no way. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Oh, you better stand up and give the Lord a praise. Stand up and just give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. The Lord is worthy to be praised. How good is our God? That song says, how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. You know, this morning we've heard the word. We heard the word in power hour. We heard, we heard the word from pastor this morning. And the Lord has spoken to somebody. I know somebody here has heard something that they had not expected to hear. You didn't know the Lord was speaking to you today. And so right now we're going to give you an opportunity. Anybody that needs prayer, we're going to pray. 
Uh, anybody that has any issues you want prayed for, we're going to pray for that too. Anybody that wants a deeper walk with the Lord, wants to know the Lord in a greater way, we're going to pray for that as well. Do you know that the God that God is good all the time? All the time, God is good. Amen. We've had a wonderful week. We had the men's uh, power. What was it called? It was a strongman on yesterday. That was a blessing uh, for the men and the women. Yours is upcoming. I think is it coming this coming uh, Sunday? This coming Sunday, the women will have their Saturday. I'm sorry, this Saturday, the women will have their meeting, and then of course in August, the the Be Healed conference. Uh, and so the Lord is blessing us in so many ways in so many venues. I think it was Sister Jones this morning that mentioned how that technology has been a blessing to us. It has been a hindrance in many ways because it has decreased our numbers in the sanctuaries. But at the same time, God has been blessing people. Even in that in that venue, on Zoom, on Facebook Live, on all the different venues, and but Pastor mentioned something this, that that hit me when he was speaking. He said the technology back in the day. I remember that when the telephone, you'd just pick it up and they say number, please. I remember that. I was just a little kid, but I remember that. But like he said, God was God then. So what are we saying? God is bigger than technology. God is the one that gives us the knowledge to have the technology. God's word had already told us that knowledge would increase because God had already seen what computers were going to do for us. I got a cell phone and most of us here that have smartphones. We got more in that little smartphone than they had in a whole room. They had rooms full of computers bigger than this room and didn't have as much information as that little thing. And not only do I have a computer in there, I also have a telephone in there. I don't have to. Die. I don't have to go find a, a cord or a cable. I don't have to. You know, I, there was some city this last week that they were getting ready to shut down the the last phone booth in the city. That was that made news. I, I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw a phone booth on the street. When's the last time we saw one? I'm saying that to say this: God is bigger than our technology. He's always been here. And when technology changes, what does the word of God say about God? It says God does not change. He said, if I change, you would have been consumed. But because of his grace, because of his goodness, God loves us. We are still here. We're yet here. And not only are we here, but what? God has saved our souls. He saved our souls. And we have a message and we got to take that message to the world. Amen. Amen. How many want to know the Lord in a better way today? Yes. Praise God. So let us pray. Father, this afternoon, we're just thankful here to be in the house of prayer. Lord, we're thankful for those on Zoom and Facebook Live and the various entities that allow us to hear the word of God. And we're thankful. We're thankful, Father, because your word is not not bound. Your word is not limited by technology. It's not limited by walls. It's not limited by distance. Your word is powerful. 
We heard the word this morning. Your word is alive. Your word is dynamic. And it's sharper than a two-edged sword because it needs to pierce. It needs to get, dig deep down where we live inside these flesh bodies where we really are, God. Your word is the only thing that can penetrate. Your word is the only thing that can cure, heal. And your word is the only thing that can fix brokennesses. Your word is that glue that holds us together in our psyches and our mentation God we know Lord that you can fix mental illness just like you can fix mental me medical problems and physical illness God we're thankful you're bigger than all these types of problems you're bigger than our economy today God you're bigger Lord than our problems you're bigger than the chaos and corruption and government you're bigger than the war in the Ukraine God you're bigger than all these things and because you're bigger and we can go to you, God, and we know, Lord, that our problems are nothing for you. Your word tells us, is there anything too hard for the Lord? And the answer is no, there's nothing too hard for you. We can do nothing without you, but, oh, God, your word tells us with you, Lord, we can do all, three, all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so, Father, for those that are in the sound of my voice, God, many needs are, are present today, God. Many need healing in their bodies. Many need healing in their families, Lord, in their relationships. Many need healings in their minds. Oh, God, we're thankful you're bigger. We're thankful, Father, you're able to heal. You're able to deliver. You're able to set free. There may be some, Lord, that are in bondage right now, Lord. Demonic oppression. Oh, God, we're thankful you're bigger than demonic oppression. You're bigger than anything this world has thrown at us in our lives. We thank you today for your word. We thank you, Father, for your loving kindness, which is better than life. We thank you, Lord, you loved us before we even knew you. You called us, Lord, before the foundation of the world, and you gave us a message. You saved our souls for a purpose. You said, my, you said that you knew the, the plans you had for us, plans of good, not of evil to give us a future and a hope. And Lord, we're thankful to be a part of your plan. We're thankful, Father, you're using us, ordinary people. We're thankful you, you gave us Elijah and you said he was a man of like passions just like we are, yet he did things and said things that we look at as supernatural. But God, he is not supernatural, but you are. You take the things that are natural and make them become supernatural so we thank you today for who you are. We thank you, Father, that you are the sovereign God. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, the gas prices, the food prices are going up, but oh God, we're thankful. We're thankful, Father, you are our provider. You are our healer. You are our peace. You are all that we need today, God. We thank you, Father. Touch each one. Touch each life. Touch each home. Touch each problem here today, God. Only you can do it. And we're relying on you. We're trusting in you, Lord, like we've never trusted you before. Lord, we look to our leaders to guide us, to help us. But, oh, God, inevitably, you told us to pray for those that have the rule over us. Those that we don't even like. We don't have to like them. We just have to do what you said. You said pray for them. And then you said pray for our enemies, God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. You showed us. You came to, to earth, Jesus. And you loved those wicked men, those that were evil, those that slapped your face, put crown of thorns on you, those that beat you with a cat of nine tails. They tortured you, and you didn't open your mouth. And, oh, God, we thank you. You had to help, get help to pick that cross up and take it to Golgotha's Hill because you had a job to do. You came to 
take the sins of the world on your body. And oh God, we just say thank you for that. We're thankful for that, God. The sins that we have committed, the sins that we're going to yet commit, they're on the cross today, God. You said if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So Father, we're thankful. You made it where we can, how can we lose? Lord, you've done it all. You did all the heavy lifting. All we have to do is trust you today. Thank you today, God. Touch our lives, Lord. Order our steps in this day, God. Use us to your glory. We're ordinary people, God, but you can take the ordinary and do extraordinary things through us. We thank you for the privilege of prayer today. We're thankful, Father, for the privilege of being called children of the living God. And we love you today, God. And as we get ready to leave this place, God, bless that box on the wall, the offerings and the tithes that they've given. We thank you for the heart it gives. We thank you for the food that's been prepared in the back, God, and for those that prepared it. Bless each heart today. Bless each family. And as we leave this place, if we're leaving, go before us. Prepare the way, God. We thank you, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 God bless you. You're dismissed.